Ashiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. I just want you to know that you do have options when it comes to healing. I'm your host, Shiana Rivers. How you doing out there? You good? Good. Good to hear. Um, I'm doing okay myself. Thank you for asking. You didn't ask, but I'm sharing with you anyway. And uh, yeah, today's episode, mm, let me tell you. So this year, in particular for me, not that I have mastered my mind, because that is an ongoing thing forever and ever, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, but I have become a lot stronger mentally and energetically, emotionally, all the things. So my next thing, my next challenge for this year in particular is becoming more of a master of my body. And what I mean by that is like, I know how to move it. Like I know how to dance. I know how to dance. But, you know, I've always been somebody else's muse. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's time for me to be my own damn muse. And I don't want to overuse that word because a homegirl um, uncut gems, but like, you get it. <laughs> so I really want to focus on like how how I can make my body the best it has ever been ever. Because, you know, imagine if we all Imagine if we all attempted to reach our potential. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. No, for real. I mean, you know, I'm big with my words. And I I specifically even said attempted. Not imagine if we all reached our potential, but imagine if we all just attempted. Imagine if we all put in more effort in reaching our full potential. Just imagine that. Could you imagine? Could you imagine what the world would be like if... All of us across all of the world just tried to. So that's what I said I would do with myself. Um, I would put my my whole ass on <laughs> on for my my potential instead of just half assing it. So with that, I am getting more in touch with my body by addressing food things and workout things in my life. Um, and I've never considered myself to have like a, a bad body at all. I, I I know what I got. I know what I got there. Um, but like, imagine if I actually put in effort and did even more with it. I was like, man, I'd be a, I'd be a bad, bad bitch, right? Like I would be a badass bitch. So vanity reasons, obviously, but also like, you know, it's good for my health in the big picture. So in saying all of that, I, discovered on my journey with this is I needed to get the root I needed to get to the root cause of what has been holding me back all this time and with that came like unpeeling or unpeeling with that came peeling back some layers of what has happened over the years and why I haven't been the healthiest I could have been already 
And with that discovery came addiction to processed foods. So after I had this whole aha epiphany shit, I was like, you know what? (laughs) I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. And I've got to share this because this is absolutely ridiculous. The more I think about it, I don't want to say the angrier I get because duh, of course, of course it was done this way. And you'll understand as I'm sharing in a moment, but just the more frustrated I got with, with the the concept of imagine what we all could be if we didn't have these blockages or if we didn't have these, um, these challenges put before us over the years. So what I'm talking about in particular is the conditioning we had growing up in regards to what we ate. So let's just take a a walk down memory lane real quick. Uh, It's the 90s. And, you know, maybe your show was Doug or Kablam. Secret World of Alex Mack was one of my favorites. Maybe it was Clarissa Explains It All. Or another one of my favorites, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Um, Or maybe you were a Tiny Toon Adventures fan, which I have also watched again uh, within the past year as an adult after a scary movie because that's my business. But you follow? Are you here with me? Are you are you enjoying this moment of nostalgia? Maybe um, Avril Monsters was your jam? That was a lot of people's jam. Or maybe, just maybe, cartoons weren't really your thing, but Crash Bandicoot was on your new PlayStation. <laughs> so with this discovery of some of these things that have taken place with advertising, I was introduced to a particular podcast episode and on the podcast episode, and I will include it in the show notes so that you can check it out. The podcast is called the carnivore cast. And there was a Dr. Ifland on there that speaks of uh, the five pieces of um, processed food addiction and why it has happened the way it happened. So Dr. Ifland has a PhD in addictive nutrition and basically speaks on how the processed food uh, movement, (laughs) uh, it runs off of a business model that she broke down into five A's, which I'm going to share. And just a flashback of actually how far this goes back for me personally. um, I I remember when I was in first grade, (laughs) I had low blood sugar, hypoglycemia, and I was very jittery. I felt like I was going to pass out. Um, my hands were shaking. I'd never experienced anything like that before. And, you know, I felt like I was going to pass out and I was nervous and anxious. And my teacher gave me a peppermint. Miss Mackey, she gave me a peppermint. And then, you know, I went to the school nurse or whatever. And they explained I probably had low blood sugar, went to the doctor at some point, And yeah, that's what it was, which is also could be pre-diabetic, really. Um, but in hindsight, I was probably already on hella processed foods that were causing hypoglycemia. So again, this was first grade for me. Um, so Dr. Ifland just spoke on the podcast about how she used to be addicted to processed foods and how after she weaned off of sugar and other terrible foods for you, things like her sinus infections cleared up, her allergies cleared up, the brain fog cleared up which, um, you know, these are all things that are associated with these foods. And to the point that even a lot of cancers are associated with these processed foods when they have been a part of your life for so long. 
So, which also is, is pretty scary. Um, but she spoke about how the first A is addictive product form, addictive product formulation. And in saying that at some point when cigarettes were the big thing, they were able to hide extra nicotine in the cigarettes to make them more addictive. But as you recall, if you were part of that era, that there was a Joe Camel at some point, you remember Joe Camel? He made it look like cigarette smoking was cool, but he was a cartoon and they were like, hey, you can't do that because he's appealing to underage people that can't even smoke cigarettes. Um, So at some point there was controversy with all of that. And then Joe Camel no longer existed. So what fucked my head up was basically they went from cigarette ads to processed food ads. Um, And rather than selling nicotine, they were selling high fructose corn syrup. And what I did not know, or I feel like I knew this, but maybe I just needed a refresher, or maybe it was still just like, of course, this is what happened. But the tobacco companies bought Nabisco, General Foods, and Kraft. Another cheesiest, Kraft ABC's macaroni and cheese. Even before I was recording this episode or even researching the content for this episode, I went down a trip down memory lane a few months ago and discovered that cream savers were making a return. I know that this episode is basically about processed foods, but if you remember cream savers, that was a time. (laughs) And cream savers went away for a little while, which apparently there was no real explanation, which things that make you go, hmm. But they have returned this year. Um, Actually, they have returned within like the last, the past week, actually. Good timing or terrible timing based on me sharing this content with you today. But uh, yeah, strawberries and cream were my jam. I know the orange cream was good too, but strawberries and cream was my jam. Uh, Which brings me to the second A, as you just heard the commercial that was probably in your mind when I mentioned Kraft, Kraft macaroni and cheese. Um, But advertising, advertising was the other A of why we could be addicted to these processed foods. I mean, I played the Pillsbury Doughboy a little while ago, and you probably had a moment of nostalgia there. Like, these things have been so ingrained within our brains and our our consciousness. Like, it's just ridiculous that some of these things can still be felt when you hear them. And when I went down this rabbit hole, I did come across a Flintstones cigarette commercial, which was, it was pre-1996, but still... And their defense was like, well, the Flintstones weren't originally for kids anyway. It was supposed to be adults. But could could you imagine if, you know, South Park had a commercial with cigarettes? Like, that wasn't allowed either. And we all knew that South Park was for adults. But they couldn't have commercials with cigarettes. Like, shame. Um, and then the next A was availability. So a lot of these things were so easy to access And then if you think about, and they mentioned this in the podcast as well, but it went from vending machines 
with cigarettes in them to vending machines with snacks in them and vending machines with soda in them. And I know (laughs) y'all, again, trip down memory lane. Maybe you were in middle school, high school with the uh, Fruitopia drinks in the school school cafeteria. Remember that? Yeah, like this is how far this goes back. These things that were put around us all the time. Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, And then, so availability, again, it went from cigarettes and vending machines to honey buns and the other deliciousness that I think of, which, again, is terrible. Um, The other one is affordability. (laughs) All these things were affordable. And if you think about, like, just the snacks that could be thrown in your lunchbox or just easily accessible anywhere you went, even outside the grocery store while you were waiting for your mom to finish at the register. You know, you wanted some money to go to the vending machine to grab a snack. Those little moments. But even in saying that, like she spoke of on the podcast, how commercials on Nickelodeon, for instance, went from 150 commercials to 550 commercials in seven years of processed foods. And I only played like two clips. And I know that like most of the people listening, they felt those clips because they were there. So 150 commercials to 550. And then apparently it only takes five commercials for a toddler to want what is being shown. Five? And we saw 500? (laughs) 550? Um, And then she also spoke of how Nickelodeon, which, by the way, you know, props to Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon was like a pave maker in our in our lifetime. But Nickelodeon was in 65 million households, 65 million. And that's why obesity became such a thing after all of this took place, because it's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's the government's fault. Did you hear that? (laughs) Because apparently... They okayed all of this as well, which still makes me laugh when people are like, oh, well, that's not FDA approved. They don't care. They don't care how healthy it is to approve it. They do not care. They don't. So Um, and then she speaks on how, which, you know, a lot of us knew this processed foods create disruptive patterns in our brains, which makes sense, um, which, again, has even been tied to ADHD. And, uh, you know, I have had my bouts with ADHD, which as I'm sharing this with you now, I'm like, oh, hmm, I see why I see I see where it began. Um, It can also create depression, anxiety, irritability, which, you know, when people are addicted to sugar. um, I know there was one time I was like, you know what, I'm going to go on like a sugar fast, not a sugar fast, but like I wanted to take some time away from it. I think I tried paleo or something. And I know by day three, I was angry. Like, I hated everybody. And I remember thinking, like, if I were to ever do this again, I cannot do it on a day I have to go to work. Because if I have to be around people, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way I could make it because I was so irritable. And I was like, this is a drug. This is this has to be what a drug feels like when you're having withdrawals from it. Um, so, yeah, sugar is, like, worse than crack. Um And then obviously, and this goes for sugar too, but it creates inflammation, 
which also creates inflammation in your brain and causes brain fog. But inflammation created within your body, generally speaking, isn't good for you, Um, which explains why, you know, obesity for one, but then all kinds of other illnesses and ailments that are caused by inflammation or excess mucus in the body, which makes sense when these things are filled with high fructose corn syrup. And I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh, my God, high high fructose corn syrup, conspiracy theorists, it's in everything and keep it... I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just razzle dazzling some of the information for now. Um, but I know it's there. There's always layers. So this is just like the base of it. Um, but yeah, these things have been in our brains. These commercials, these like subconscious programmings for quite some time. And, you know, no wonder it's been challenging or no wonder why it can be challenging to break away from them because I don't have to share my age to share that um it's been quite some time that these commercials have been in our brains and even outside of commercials we also had happy meals with toys and I don't remember what Pizza Hut gave us I mean other than like you know benefits for for reading books or some shit um, but I remember, did we, were, were there like Land Before Time puppets or something? I feel like I had a Land Before Time puppet from Pizza Hut. I feel like that was a thing. So yeah, we, we were gifted at terrible fast food restaurants with toys. Of course we wanted that food all the time. And I just, I think now, and I don't have children yet, so like, I don't, do they get happy, happy meal toys? Do they still do that? Or did that get replaced with the fruit or something when that happened? Either way, like, I think there's just different rules now because everybody saw what the fuck was happening and they were like, no, you guys got to stop. You guys have to stop this. So the fact that the whole Joe Camel thing stopped because he looked like a cartoon, you know, it made sense, like the adults that were taking um, control over things by then. Like, hey, y'all, y'all had us fucked up. We need to start these changes now because look what y'all are doing to the young kids. And it's just a vicious cycle. So now you're probably like, okay, well then what's next? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, Just educating ourselves because it's not just, it's not just the foods. It's our environments. It's, you know, these things always have layers. Um, And it's just what shifts we have to make within to encounter the shifts that we have to make outside as well. But without making the shifts inside first, then we can't really tap into what's outside of us, right? So um, educating ourselves first and foremost, but also, you know, I know as a 6'2 role model hermit in human design, like I work best with mentors. So I'm also just going to encourage you to have a mentor or a coach with this next level, you know, if you're like me, tapping into this more physical energy that you you're working through or tapping into the more masculine energies even and it it is airy season after all. Um, So tapping into that yang energy, uh, get a coach for sure. Like I work best with a coach because I'm stubborn as fuck. So I can talk myself out of something because I can talk to somebody else and talk me out of something. So 
it's it's a vicious cycle, but a mentor or a coach makes me way more accountable than I could be on my own. And I know that works for me. Some people work well alone, but I know working with somebody guiding me helps me have accountability and helps me actually see progress and strive for more and become more disciplined with my practice. Um, so in saying that, I mean, I had a, when I first started massage, I had a mentor that taught me new skills with my techniques. And then when I started more of the spiritual work, I had a mentor with my Reiki teacher. And then I had my mentor with human design. And now I'm like, okay, um, who's my next mentor going to be? So why not start with a trainer? So yeah, so I'm definitely, definitely on another level this year. Um, and I know there was like a, there's a, and a real, probably a TikTok as well, because you know how that goes. Um, and I saw it circulating and it was uh, pre- prepare to be sick of me. She was like, prepare to be sick of me. Prepare to be sick of me. You've probably seen it. If you haven't, that's exactly how it sounds. And I remember I was like, oh, I should redo that because I'm about to be everywhere this year, right? I'm sorry, not about to be. I'm everywhere this year. I corrected that. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, I don't want people sick of me. I don't want people sick of me. So if I do redo that video, it would be you. You can't get enough of me or or something like that. Or like you want to see me all the time, you know, like not prepare to be sick of me, though. Like I'm prepping you in advance to be like, oh please turn her off. No, Mm-mm. you can't get enough of me as the energy I'm taking in a 2022 and beyond. But even outside of like that internal mm, nudge, uh, the stars say it too. And um, I'll have to have Marina on as a guest one day, but in her Chi Men astrology, which I've mentioned it before, I feel like it's a cousin of human design. Um, but she said my particular um, profile I'm a rabbit in this particular astrology. I'm an ox in other Chinese astrology. Um, And I had this flashback with a friend the other day. We both had a flashback of like learning that we were what we were from going to the Chinese restaurant as a kid. Isn't that funny? See, again, more, more conditioning. I learned that I was an ox as a child at a Chinese restaurant. But anyway, back to um, Marina, who I need to have on the show at some point. I'm a rabbit in her astrology thing. And she said for this year in my life, um, I am very lovable. Like, I, like everybody will love me so much this year. So knowing that knowledge, I'm like, okay, well, that gives me a little more cushion to be comfortable being myself, which I shouldn't have needed the cushion, you know, probably validation or some shit. Again, we're all a work in progress, right? So it does give me a little more confidence boosting, that like, oh, like people, people are going to love on you this year. People want to see more of you. People want to hear you. So I'm like, okay, all right. Okay. I'm showing up. So that's what I'm doing now as far as, okay, well, what, what energy center is that associated with? Right. I know you didn't ask, but I can share. This is the solar plexus. What like, so I have, if you didn't know already, I have a very strong sacral chakra energy. That is creativity and pleasure. That is the sensuality in me. That is the divine feminine energy that I throw out there. That is the like the soft but strong that you sense within me. That's all sacral energy. As long as I'm creating, I'm a strong 
sacral being. Um, and I've mentioned before, I did a lot of work on that energy center and my heart chakra. Like that's probably what I have dove into the most over the years. But now I've neglected over the years uh, my solar plexus. And that is your discipline, your willpower, your strength and self-esteem. So, yeah, it it seems like a, duh, like, Shiana, why didn't you already do this? I know, I know. But I needed to strengthen the other ones in my eyes first before I could tap into this one. Or it felt right, or I wasn't ready, more so. I wasn't ready to put my bullshit to the side to um, face this one as as much as I could because this (laughs) in my eyes this is the most challenging one which other people's eyes would say is the root chakra that's your foundation but I feel like because I'm already an earth sign like I have a strong I have a strong foundation I have that stability and security always Um, but the solar plexus mm, has just never been my strong suit in the past So 2022, I'm strengthening it. I am doing, you'll see me in some more yellow. Um, And yeah, I'm definitely working out. And she's, my trainer is a Capricorn. (laughs) My trainer is a Capricorn. That makes sense, right? Because who else would help me get my life together but another earth sign and a Capricorn at that? It makes sense. So uh, I have big plans this summer to be naked. Okay. Big plans this summer. I don't know where I'm going. I don't even know if I'm going anywhere just yet, but I won't have to pack much or the amount that I will pack will be tremendous because everything's just so small. So it can just be rolled up and listen, the summer plans I have in my mind and the amount of clothing that the least amount of clothing that I can get away with and be okay. Um, in, then I'm doing it. That's, that, that's my summer plan. Those are my summer plans. Those are my summer plans. Um, and I'm not apologizing for it. Uh, don't have to, don't want to, won't, uh, because I worked for it. All right. So if you see me naked, mind your business and clap for me because, (laughs) because I'm working on being naked as naked as I can be this year. That is, that's my summer plan. And maybe not, let me just not just say summer plan. That is my 2022 plan, but I can get away with it the most in the summer because it's hot. But in saying that, maybe that just means I need to travel elsewhere outside of this. Why am I limiting myself? I could be, I could be naked the rest of the year. I just need to travel to more uh, tropical locations the rest of the year. Okay. My bad for doing that. I corrected it. I can be naked the rest of the year. I just need the opportunities to do so. And, um, clearly more clothes, (laughs) more amounts of little clothes. Yes. Okay. Let me specify again. Anyway, um, that is it for now. I hope you are following me on Instagram to keep up to date with what I have going on and the events I have going on. I'd love to see you at them. Again, this is a year that we are building our communities and, and coming together to, you know, help each other. So I can connect you with the people. You just got to show up. All right. Enjoy uh, your day, evening, morning, whatever time of day you're listening to this. And I will catch you next time. Remember to meditate and hydrate. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 